Yes, my chum. This is it, girls. I don't need to tell you what a tough decision this has been. Rebecca, you have brought so much to this competition. Your time will come, but it's not your time yet. You are not the next drag superstar. And you may leave the stage. Thank you, guys. It's been a wild, crazy ride and just the experience of a lifetime. I just can't believe it. Becky got Beckied. Becky got Beckied right at the end. Right, right at, at the, the end. end. I mean, no point in you two lip syncing. We know you're not going to win. Yeah. And this was, I mean, I remember talking about this at one point. It's like, what if, what if Brooke Becky's Becky and then Brooke Beckied Becky? Yeah. Brooke Beckied Becky. She and... Beckied her. Becky with the good hair. They even said how good her hair was. Yeah. So. Becky with the good hair, but just not just not the next drag superstar. What can I say? It's not you. Yeah. It's not you. It's not a you. A lot of growth. A lot of growth. Yeah. Though. A lot of growth. Some yeah. of them's are going home. Yeah. Some of them's. You know, the the finale has happened. Third season happened. I think chaos, and I don't mean the drag queen, I mean just the chaos of Canada and how they normally do eliminations. Nothing changed uh, all season. It was it was just like they've done in season two and season one. And I find myself just... I, I thought the season was great. And seeing the cast, like at the very tail end of this episode, I thought was a really strong idea, uh, or not strong idea, but just... I was glad to see them. And it was a reminder that they were all really, really great. And this top four was very kind of haphazard. It was, I mean, certainly uh, consistent to the end. Uh, Canada will always choose chaos, except for the week they sent chaos home. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, by the end, I, I guess my takeaway, having seen the girls at the end, was, oh, the indoor kids all made it pretty far. And actually, because mm. Irma and uh, Vivian were the last two eliminated before the finale, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to see the indoor kids have to compete against each other. So it worked out perfectly that the strongest indoor kid made it to the end and beat the three other outdoor kids. Mm. You know? And so I was like, you know, honestly, if we really think about it, like – if it came down to a top four that included Irma and Vivian and Giselle, and I was like, and I still, and then, you know, someone else, I, I would have to make a, a much more painful choice. Whereas here I got to just pool all my, all my love and all my hope, you know, uh, towards Giselle lullaby and just root for her. And so I think ultimately it was the best case scenario. It's interesting. I, I feel like if there was a finale with the three indoor kids, I would have, I think it would have been great, and I think I would have been a little bored. I would have, maybe not bored, but what's the word? Just not, not that excited. I don't know what what to say. Like I would have been fine with either three of them, so it wouldn't been that interesting for me. This this finale because I was like, are you really gonna give it to Fierce Alicious? Mm -hmm. Are you really gonna crown Jada after the performance this season? I there was a there were stakes all of a sudden. I agree. I, I also think that I, I, I guess similarly that I felt so strongly about one and 
so strongly in the other direction about some of the others that it was like there's some suspense here mm-hmm. and down to the end i yep. i fully saw a becky and giselle lip sync or oh. Gis- giselle i think is we've been calling her giselle. giselle like she's a porn star but it's giselle i, I appreciate giselle. that brooke will like make the effort but uh yeah i'm just catching up at the very end here but uh i totally thought it'd be a becky and giselle lip sync and then i was like oh this is kind of like when Kennedy goddamn Davenport made it to top two of All-Stars 3. Okay, okay. I, I can sort of see that. Oh, I mean, to be honest with you, after that lip sync, Mary, I thought they were going to crown Jada. After the last, the final two, the, the Celine yes, lip sync? the Celine lip sync. Really? Yeah, I, I, I felt the editors were just kind of hovering there, and she was, you know, delivering this drama in that gorgeous gown, and I... I was like, oh, my God, are they going to give it to Jada? And it's not that like it would have I would have been outraged or anything like that. It's just, you know, you you have to look back at the season. Um, Giselle was much stronger than her all season. And since it's not a live finale, it's not a you know, I don't know. Should it really come down to the last lip sync there? And at that point, I would have to accept like, okay, well, she won that lip sync and I'll stand by it. I, I think I don't know from what they showed. It really felt like Jada. Jada was bringing the drama, and I the the I guess and the, the tissue. I mean, Mary. Sure, I mean that was there, but I have to say, especially like the the taking notes, like watching it again this morning, I was like, Giselle is perfect in this lip sync. Okay, she is perfect. I have to watch it again. She I'll is it nailing. Again. Every like tiny notes. I mean, obviously, it's a situation where you know Giselle. Lo- Jesus, I'm trying. Just call her Giselle. Give just up. Say Giselle, just Mary, say Giselle. Just say Giselle. Stop trying calm to be down. I'm calm. Okay. All right. He yells. Calm you. down. He yells. Down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Potter kettle. And so, you know, it's one of those. Situ- I don't do pot. Sorry. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I did a lot of pot. <laughs> Yeah, I did a lot. I did a, a ton of weed. <laughs> a ton of, I ton did a of ton weed, of weed. Yeah, yeah I did a ton of weed. Um, I feel like it's one of those situations, kind of where it's like, okay, Giselle is a you know French Canadian queen who looks like Celine Dion, who could have done Celine Dion for mm. Snatch Game, lip syncing to a Celine Dion song. Mm. Like the chips are stacked, you know. But I, I so like that was also there, and this is none of this is Jada was not good, but like. Beyond all of that, Giselle just, it was like, I felt like it was a perfect example of someone similar to Queen Kong in this week's episode of Drag Race Down Under. Someone who is fully in their wheelhouse is like, this is exactly the drag I do, you know? Yeah. You know, looking like the way she did in that rose gold outfit, I mean, she looked, she she looked the best on that stage by many, many, many wigs. You know what I mean? Like many big, tall wigs. She was clearly the best looking on that stage and then i guess i'm just swayed by i thought i just thought they were gonna do it they were showing us how great jada was and therefore i wasn't really paying attention to giselle i i think for me the like the because i mean you're they could have you're not you know you know this is canada's drag race that's not a crazy notion i think when they had that split screen close-up i like got up took my house keys and left because I was like, I can't even be here. That's so good. Like it, she's won. She won that close up of Giselle in the split screen is, uh, 
it's television magic. I just, I don't know what it was, but it just like clicked for me. It was like, you got a crown her. There it is. It's right there. She's so great. Uh, congratulations to Giselle. Uh, Felicitation. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, it's well-deserved. Uh, if I may also just add seeing the cast and how strong this cast was. First of all, it was great to see Shelly again. Oh, oh Shelly looked great. I love Shelly. But, Lady Boom Boom, Mary, this was Lady Boom Boom season. You know what I mean? Like, Lady Boom Boom went home way too early. Lady Boom Boom was so fucking gorgeous. I think that, you know, the way I, the, what my consolation to, for, for that, because I'm feeling very similar, was that this was also a win for Lady Boom Boom. This was a win for the oh, French yes, Canadian queens. Mm. She, we even got an I love you, Macham. We got it in, we got subtitles so that we would know that it wasn't a Pokemon character or Machump. And so I, I, you know, I felt like by the end I'd really learned a new expression. And so, yeah, and when they cut to like when Giselle was saying, like, just so proud to be the first French Canadian winner, and they had a, like, you know, cut to lady boom boom like right before she said that i thought oh this is for you guys this is for rita this is for everybody <laughs> yes matcham yeah yeah so you know congratulations to beverly <laughs> yes matcham i yeah no it was great but seeing her i'm just reminded uh reminded of all of that i we did hear some tea from a mary about how long it took for Lady Boom to just cover her tattoos every episode. And, oh, you know. I think Chaos. I think that was the thing, too. Chaos, She, I think she said, because uh, Chaos had a lot of, like, copywritten images. Oh, it wasn't Boom Boom. It was no, chaos. yeah. Okay, um, okay. So, but, I mean, right. you know, she also had a lot of tattoos. So there, there could have been a Popeye in there that needed to get covered up, you know. Mm, Popeye. I love Popeye. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this episode, it every finale has to end. <laughs> Every season has to end. Every finale has to end. And, you know, uh, it there is were what some it is. songs are better than others. And I will say this song was not as good as others by a long shot. Oh, the Celine song? No, 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 no. Oh, just the, the true North strong. Oh, and fierce. I, I was afraid you were talking about the Celine song. You... Oh, it was it was immaculate. It's oh, I just I love the tradition of having a Celine uh, front finale lip sync. I just think it. It just uh, tickles me, and it's so gay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so gay. It's so wonderfully gay. But no, I agree. In terms of a a drag race song, I'm, I what I was thinking as as it started, I was like, oh, the fact that they have a queen in there named Fierce must really be throwing off the lyrics a little bit because they're oh, repeating Fierce. You know, yes, it's like it starts with Fierce and then it ends. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. Oh so. God, I yeah, I did not like the. It just kind of felt a little high school showcase. My turn, your turn, mm -hmm. my turn, your turn. Um, I will say Kimmy's movements, Kimmy's dancing was during her verse was fucking amazing. We'll, t we'll get into it into detail, but I thought Kimmy uh, like performed the best uh, in terms of like the verse and the writing, maybe Giselle, because a lot of it was in French. And in terms of just like, I don't know, the most memorable part uh, was when Jada Shada Hudson kind of changed up the rhythm and did drag race beat face and she she mm -hmm. just changed the the cadence a little bit which i was like oh thank god um because it was just getting a little bit uh too uh, monotonous yeah i think if this was just a challenge i think jada or kimmy would have easily won and mm. i i think you know becky 
Becky took a tumble in this challenge, I think. Becky's oh god, spicy, I, spicy. Oh my god, Mary, I we we'll talk oh, about it. We'll talk about uh, it. But before we do, let's tell our Marys what they're listening to for our final episode of Canada's Dream Grace. Well, they are finally listening to one more episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Which is of course our podcast dedicated to all things draggy, queeny, campy, and queer. I'm Johnny, and I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. And I'm Colin, and let me hear it for the dress. Hi, everybody. Yes! <laughs> oh, that's how it's done. <laughs> that's how it's done. I mean, before we go behind the paywall, I, it needs to be said, if we didn't say it at all last season, the Alyssa Edwards of Isis yes. Couture. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, with the tea, the tea party especially. Yes. Oh, my God. She. It's so... It's stunning. It's great. It's her own brand of it, but it's that it same is. kind of like, you know... High bitch drag. Yeah, where the lips kind of bubble out, but then there's a mm. goose in there, you know? Uh, oh, definitely a goose. Um, Mary, oh my God, that moment. That's a moment that I'll, I'll like take with me is her coming down the runway. First of all, like, you know, oh my God, that's how you do it. Mm -hmm. And then for Brooke to be like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. It almost was kind of... Almost, almost aggressive, right? Of like, that's how it's done, you know. Well, you know, it, it was so like she was doing a very like, you know, diva. That's how it's done, girls. You know, who? Oh God, who did that? It was Derek Barry who was like, when did she say that's how that's how it's done, girls? Oh God, she did that. Oh, when Derek Barry exits on season eight, she's like, this is how you make an exit in style, girls, or something oh, like that. God. It's truly terrible. And that's how it. That's how it, I just sh I, it. It was like this. I don't know Brooklyn's like, excuse me. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. Uh, but then switching to like, oh, let me hear for the dress. Hey yes, everybody! Oh my God. You know, like she's oh my she's God. also not that girl. She's also like a goose. So let me hear for this dress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, what's what's crazy is that she came out to a TV studio that had maybe twenty people in it, and it just wasn't loud enough. For that mm, moment. Yeah, I think there's also that. Like, there just wasn't enough uh, fanfare. Because it was a oh great look. It was, um. it was elaborate. It was just... It was complex. It was drag. It was, there was so much to it. Oh my but God. then underneath, there was a little bit of... I have this Iris Van Herpen-inspired galaxy dress. You know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. A little oh bit of that God. vibe. I just... Oh, I just loved it. I loved it. I love that it was like... It, she wasn't just telling the queens that's how it's done. She was also telling Brooklyn, you know? No. I mean, on that note, why don't we scoot on, you know, by with all of our Matreons, our Free Skate Marys. At this point, you know, join us. You got a whole season now. You can binge the whole thing. Join us at patreon.com slash allrightmary, where you can get all of Canada's Drag Race season three and almost all of Drag Race Down Under and like half of Drag Race Philippines. Yeah, and Down Under, we're going to do next, and uh, it was a great episode. Oh, God, it was. I loved this episode. So, Oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, patreon.com slash all right, Mary. We'll see you there. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. One time, Mary, I spent 20 minutes looking for my glasses. And he needs his glasses. He can't see without his glasses. Well, guess what, Mimi? They were on my face the entire time, just waiting for me to notice them. I kind of feel like maybe looking in the mirror might have helped. That's actually kind of how therapy works. 
Oh, we're talking about therapy? <laughs> we are, Mary. Well, I do love therapy. A therapist doesn't necessarily solve all your problems, but helps you see the solutions and become a better problem solver on your own. Oh, I hear that. Just by talking through something with a therapist, I often get to those aha moments completely on my own. Marys, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's affordable, accessible, convenient, and entirely online, so you don't need to leave the comfort of that cozy caftan. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary today to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary. All right, Mary. All right, Spanky and Paul, come on over. Come on, babes. Just two sluts trying to have fun. <laughs> yes, watch us. Paul, I've been asking all the family members what kind of a queen will emerge once they get into drag. But I don't, you don't have to that. ask you no. that question <laughs> because you're with Spanky Jackson. Yeah. And I know you will be a dirty street whore. Thank you. You got that right. <laughs> I think it's already naturally, yeah. Oh. Um, see? It's naturally there. Paul couldn't be doing any fucking better than he is. He's just making Mama Roo laugh. We're having a good time. Are you worried that your daughter or your grandchildren will see Grandpa and go, oh, the horror. No, the no, horror. they're gonna, I'm just worried they'll wet the sofa watching me. <laughs> So what do you have planned? The theme was opposites attract. So we've gone with pineapple on pizza. Did you come up with that together? No, that's something I brought with me. We're gonna have to do a few modifications clearly because <laughs> I'm a giant and uh, she's petite. So you've got the shoes, you've got the hair, you've got the outfits, you've got the tits. Yeah. Now you just need the attitude. All right, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, we'll thank see you, you out there. Thank you. Let's go, babes. Come on, come on, sister. We've got jobs to get to. So Down Under finally gives us not a pizza queen, but a pizza slut. I mean, you know, which is appropriate because I think in some ways Spanky Jackson is almost like a quintessential pizza queen yeah. for the judges. They're like, hey, you're a mess, but I love it. And oh, so yeah. it's so perfect that she's leaning into her pizza qualities. There was no way that they were going to punish this relationship by sending Spanky to the bottom or home. No, absolutely not. I, I, this was so lovely. I, I could have watched the two of them talking about Palmy. Oh, uh, Palmy. Oh, uh, when, when Spanky found out that <gasps> Paul was also from, from, uh, Palmerston or uh, Palmerston, or as RuPaul said last week, Parmiston, uh, it just, I, my, my heart swelled. I was like, this, these are the connections I watch these makeover episodes for. Mary, uh, it's interesting that I'm calling you Mary as I'm about to tell you the story. So when I went to Portland to audition to be the artistic director for that chorus over there, uh, the Portland Gay Men's Chorus, um, I went down to kind of run through uh, some tempos with the accompanist before I like, you know, had my rehearsal, my mock rehearsal. And the uh, assistant conductor was down there and her name is Mary. And she was like, uh, she was, you know, she was like, oh, just kind of getting to know me. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm from I'm from New Jersey. Originally, I was born there. I was like, oh, where in New Jersey? She was like, Ridgewood, New Jersey. Oh, and oh, I was like, oh, my what? gosh. I was like, oh, that that's where I'm from. I was born in Valley Hospital. She was like, I was born in Valley Hospital also. And then I was like, oh, my God, where did where did you live? She's like on Heights Road. I'm like, that's where I lived. 
<laughs> you guys were switched at birth. <laughs> well, you know, we have about 30 years between us. Hey, but, I don't know how it works. <laughs> but I, 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 I so got this feeling between Spanky and Paul because when that type of universe thing happens you're just put at ease a little bit and you're like i'm supposed to actually be here right now i'm supposed to connect with you yeah these kind of coincidences don't just happen it's like okay this is uh i'm i'm in the perfect place and i think that's right you know for them it was like they were from the same place they had had this a similar experience with their fathers you know spanky talking about going home to be with her family when her dad was sick and and that paul had done the same and there was just that like knowing of like you know exactly what that experience is it was it was great i just i loved seeing it and of course you know there's always the added thing of like here's this like you know younger than the other gay man and this older straight man like having this connection which you know always always hits a certain nerve for me no yeah there's no other barrier you know what i mean mm-hmm. the sexuality is not a barrier here they're just two two people sharing their stories and finding out that they're kind of similar and that they found a point of of unison you know i just i just love it and this moment with rue i was watching it being like are they going to send her home and i was like oh no 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 Making Rue laugh. That was yeah. the sentence. I was like, oh, no, he's making Rue laugh. Spanky's not going home. This is a winner's edit. Right. In some ways, it was like they're not going to send Hannah home because, you know, she's got this, you know, this this dad, you know, best supporting dad. Ugh. They're not going to send Spanky home, you know, with Queen Paul. Queen Kong's got nothing to worry about, whether because she's great at putting people in a drag or because Sister Kong looked fucking phenomenal. Oh, my God. Oh, so, my God. It's another cookie moment. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I gasped. I So it like... Same. <laughs> it was kind of like perfect that the one... I mean, sorry, Miss Poppins, but like, of course, the like, uh, the over-the-top super fan is kind mm. of like the safest to send home, you know? Yeah, safest to send home. Or, you know, that... be part of the one that goes home, yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, I have so many thoughts on on that. Uh, I thought this episode was so strong and surprisingly strong. I thought they might fuck it up. And I thought the producer choice to bring a family of men to do this was very nuanced, very fresh, and uh, and it, it wasn't like they were these young men coming mm-hmm. in or a young fathers and a young uncle. It wasn't like that at all to bring a cousin. You know, I don't know. I thought this was really great. I thought this was a phenomenal episode. I, it's interesting how this past week on Drag Race Philippines, a season that we've been just unabashedly loving, kind of had a bit of a misstep in their pageant challenge this mm. week. And then on Drag Race Down Under, a season that we've kind of had to kind of uh, appreciate, you know, if, as a sum of its parts versus, you know, an overall well-produced season, you know, no shade to the queens. Uh, Production-wise, knocks it out of the park this week. And just, yeah, the concept of having a family of men, you know, and, and just how it all played out and the dynamics between the queens and the guests. Like, it was, I loved this episode. I just, I thought this was such a, a delight. And, um, yeah, it was a little feather in the cap for Drag Race Done Under. Good work. Good on you. Good on you. Uh, I, it was an interesting way for them to have a mini challenge, which we'll talk about later. Uh, but otherwise... It didn't matter who got who. Um, I think Queen, no matter who Queen got, 
the way that Queen explained how she was approaching this challenge is is really why she won. It was, yeah, I understand I'm supposed to put this person in drag, but like I got to work on the person first. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my god, yeah. this Just was like a- so eloquent, so elegant. Yeah, as Michelle would say, this was a really good week for Queen because, Mm. like, she did well, obviously, in the actual makeover, but, like, it was also just like, oh, it feels like in the narrative of someone who's been maybe going through something this season, she has come out of it. She is fully in her wheelhouse. She's confident. She's comfortable. And... And nails it. And so, like, it was, I, I was very happy to someone who has, you know, clearly been having some depression and whatnot through some of these weeks. It was nice to see her shine so well this week. It's such an interesting parallel to, I don't know, uh, general population in the world in the sense that, like, when you're going through something, when you're sad, when you're in a funk, it's best to go and just help other people. Don't focus on yourself. Just go outward. Just focus outward. Put the energy not toward yourself. Put it towards something else. And I feel like seeing Queen with Tyler, like she's automatically in her comfort zone because the focus is on helping someone else. It's being the expert. It's caring for someone. The spotlight is no longer on her struggle. The spotlight is she's able to kind of control the spotlight. And I just thought that was it was so brilliant to see that play out. This is why I love makeover challenges. And apparently so so does RuPaul. It's his mm. favorite challenge every season. And I think it's helped a lot of people. I help yeah, save a lot of lives. Three seasons. Uh I I think this is like exactly why I love makeover challenges. This, I mean, RuPaul says what he loves is you never know what's gonna emerge when you put guys in drag. But for me, it's like you don't know what's gonna gonna emerge when you put these queens in like a supportive position versus like, you know, Running about the themselves. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What yeah. what do we see about them, you know? Right. What do we get to see when the focus is no longer on them? Which is an interesting challenge for a drag queen, Mary, because most drag queens want that spotlight on them when That's they put the, that wig on. It's <laughs> the hardest part of the challenge is not being the star. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. I loved the dynamic of it being kind of a family when they were doing the walk off. It was just like I don't know. It was like they they all got drunk on a Saturday night together and Mm -hmm. decided to get into drag. And there happened to be four expert drag queens there. Yeah, it really I mean, it it definitely came across in the episode that like this was just a really this was a good time. They had a good time with each other. And and by the end, by Untucked, it was like the last day of camp. It was like Spanky was Mm. like, I just I know it has to end. But I felt like what she was saying was not only was it the 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 other three queens at that point that she'd connected with, but just the, the, I think the fun they all had with this challenge and with these four guys, like, I think it was uh, like, Oh, can we do more episodes just like this? I know my goodness, my goodness. Well, Mary, I think that we're ready to kind of jump in uh, and get to this top three, which we saw coming. But before we do tell our Mary is what they're listening to. Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary, uh, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things draggy, queeny, campy, and queer. I'm Johnny, and you look like a fucking woman. And I'm Colin, and great song, Michelle. I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. Great song, Michelle. Great I fucking song, love Michelle. it. Michelle. I fucking love it. <laughs> and it's that thing. It's that addressing someone with their name the thing name. that we love. Yes. Yeah. Oh, great uh, song, Michelle. I fucking great. love it. <laughs> Gotta get that on the soundboard. Great song, Michelle. Congratulations to Beverly. All very funny, Kamara. <laughs> great oh, song, I'm sorry, Michelle. Bev. <laughs> sorry, Bev. Yeah. <laughs>
Great song, Michelle. Oh, great song, Michelle. I fucking love it. Oh, my God. Remember when she called Minnie Cooper Coops? I mean, she just absolutely Coop. Or no, Coop. Just called her Coop. Absolutely Coop. Coop. Absolutely Coop. Uh, Yes. Congratulations, Beverly. Get out of here, you disaster. Yeah. 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 And and as Hannah says at the beginning of the episode, oh, Bev, you got to bloody top five. Oh, Bev. Oh, Bev. Oh, Bev. (laughs) I'm sorry, Bev. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bev. Oh, you look beautiful, Bev. <laughs> Bev. Yeah. Uh, Mary, I, I, have you heard that they call it paper, scissors, rock and not rock, rock paper, scissors? No, I thought, I wasn't sure if this was a joke about how the toilet water goes in the opposite mm. direction and so does the game. I meant to look it up and I was like, I don't care. Because we do, yeah. we do, we do rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And on yep. shoot is when you reveal, whereas this is paper, scissors, rock. Yeah, it's just a different rhythm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this was news to me. So for our uh, uh, Australian Maris, you know, that's how they say Marie. I feel like the challenge producer, when asked, well, wait a minute, who's, how are the queens going to be paired up? Was like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, they'll just play pap- they'll, they'll play paper, scissors, rock. Right, right. We don't have a mini challenge. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I one thing I just want to mention early early in the episode that I finally recognized after like, you know, nine episodes of Drag Race Down Under is that Molly Poppins in her talking heads, her shirt has fairy bread slices on it. Mm, it's and fairy bread. It's fairy I kept bread. Pizza. Yeah, I think it's fairy bread, which made oh. me really happy. And so, uh, you know. She's a fairy bread queen. Yeah, right? Like, there's nothing gayer than fairy bread. You yeah, know? she's a fairy bread queen. There yeah. it is. Not pizza um, queen, but fairy yeah. bread queen. She's not a bread fairy. She's a fairy, she's fairy bread. <laughs> fairy I've met bread some bread fairies, I'll tell you that. Bread fairy? Yeah, well, you know, she's been bred. She got I, bread. I bred a fairy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the fairy. Yeah. Oh, no, not on the fairy. Close to it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Mary, did we did we we did we excuse our our? No, our no. So skaters? you told everybody that. That's okay. Uh, everybody <laughs> knows that you bred a fairy by the fairy in the bread fairy. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm, while I'm, eating I'm, fairy bread. Yes, exactly. Right. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't be eating fairy bread while yeah. eating a fairy by the fairy? You know, just you know? careful of the sprinkles. <laughs> All right, Mary. <laughs> All right, Mary. Uh, well, I think at this point, this is a good time to escort our free skaters off the rink and off to get their own slices of fairy bread. Unless you want to join us for pretty much almost the entire season of Drag Race Down Under. If you're still listening to previews, like now's a great time to get bang for your buck. Or you can wait till next week when the finale comes out. But up to you. I don't manage your pocketbook. All I say is if you do want to join us, it's at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. 